hello, 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 oil checkers. Good day to you all. And welcome to the oil check number 39. Yeah. Let's hope Get you have been fingering arseholes this week. Getting towards middle age now, 39. Fucking hell, it is. Well, as always, it is me, your host, Andy Sledge. To be honest, not firing on all cylinders this week. No. And my imitable co-host, technical genius, etc., etc., Mr. Joe Pennick. Hello. How the devil are you there, young Joseph? Better than you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to peel you off the sofa to do this, really. Mm, yeah, no, fucking... don't know what it is. Well, I think it was, yeah, so I'm obviously trying to smash this diet and realised I hadn't eaten a carb for about two days and I was getting a headache and da 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 So, I had a bottle of Lucozade and I feel a lot better. Yeah. But yeah, in all honesty, definitely not firing on all cylinders. However, do you know who does fire on all cylinders? Who? Our sponsor. Yeah. Top Gun Tattooing of the Harris Arcade in Reading. Mm. So the oil check is sponsored by Top Gun Tattooing, number 12, the Harris Arcade in Reading. Their telephone number is 0189-968-667. And uh, you can receive a discount from the cost of your tattoo by contacting Zach one of the tattooists in there and when you contact him preferably face to face but if not by the telephone and you say zach can i stick my finger in your arsehole and if you say that he will provide you with a suitable discount off the value of your award-winning tattoo from top gun tattooing from number 12 the harris arcade in reading and as always the oil check can be contacted by telephone or text on 07510 email us on theoilcheck at hotmail.com and all forms of social media at the oil check so that's instagram and twitter at the oil check and our facebook page the oil check so um we had a fairly good week on facebook we did loads of shares so obviously the big news of the week let's we're going to jump straight into this yeah because there's so many different facets <laughs> to what went on yeah so number one obviously it is we're talking about the the connor versus cowboy fight yeah all right so um there first of all big shout out to james bud now james bud yeah is a fellow geordie right and also is i believe the host of the milk the cow podcast right we have recently become friends on Facebook. Okay. And it's quite weird because like, I don't know the bloke, but right. we've become quite pally on Facebook, commenting on each other's shit. Yeah. So we were mute. We, we were in the, I think it was, it was from the the, uh, the Church of What's Happening Now Facebook group. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and from there we sort of palled, you know, we're sharing similar opinions. Anyway, he shared a link on my wall, um, which was, uh, of a similar opinion. So, the first and straight in, jumping in with both feet, cunt of the week. Right. Yeah? Yeah. So, cunt, cunt of, of the week, week cunt, cunt of the week, week, cunt of the week. So, cunt of the week, first cunt of the week is, is anybody, yeah, anybody walking <laughs> this planet yeah. that is fucking saying the cowboy took a dive. Yeah. And I am talking about you, Jason Keenan. Now, Jason Keenan yeah. 
is a, is a yank. Yeah. Again, never met him. Me and him are pallies through a Facebook group. He is... Um, he is, uh, it's again from the Church of What's Happening Now, the Joy right. Diaz podcast, yeah. where friends are. You're on making that group. a lot of boyfriends on that group, aren't you? Well, I do, yeah. I mean, you know, chatting up men on the internet. Yeah. What can I say? Yeah. It's fucking cheaper than Grinder. Anyway, but yeah, Jason Keenan has been on a fucking tirade this week. Right. Trying to tell everyone that will fucking listen and anybody that would eat won't that Cowboy <laughs> took a dive. Well, anyone that thinks that Cowboy took a dive, you're an absolute fucking idiot and you qualify for Cunt of the Week. There you go. So, I totally predicted the fight right. You did, yeah, yeah. And I didn't bet on it, like an absolute fucking shithouse. You didn't do it in the end. Well, you were, you, you knew Connor was going to win, but you were a bit, we were struggling a little bit with the, how it would finish. And, and it I, I mean, I certainly didn't think it was going to go that quick. No, no. We, I did, you know, there was, there was a, well, when we were looking at the odds last week, yeah. there was, the, there was odds for him do, finishing it under a minute, which yeah. were good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, even I didn't think, one sort of yeah, course, but it? even I didn't think he was going to fucking no. do him in less than a minute. I surpassed all expectations, really. So, so the in the build-up, right? Like, like you know, the the beginning, the, the, there was actually the build-up. Yeah. There was the fight, and then there's the aftermath. So the build-up, we put the poll up on the on the Facebook page. Yeah. I shared fuck out of it yeah. into every single facet of the internet I could possibly imagine, and we got one thousand eight hundred votes. Yeah. And it was like fifty-five percent for Connor, forty-five. Yeah, it was pretty Connor. close, really. Yeah, much yeah, closer yeah. than I thought it would be. So, about eight hundred people out there thought Cowboy was going to win. That voted on our poll. You're also a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> um, no, I mean, look, skeptics probably. You must well, have gone on a few American sites. Well, the, the thing is, right? It's like, don't get me wrong. As I said last week, I am a fucking big Cowboy nut hugger. Yeah. Right, but. You know, this, as and as I said, this was the lowest hanging fruit for, for Connor. This was, you know, this was this was a, this was a, a gimme win, a tailor-made gimme win yeah. that still had some level of credibility that he could that he could come in and do it. You know, as we broke that down last week, you know, Cowboy had, had those four title shots, never won. Um, you know, Connor's multiple world title holder. He just levels above. Yeah. And also, you know, Cowboy's known as a slow starter, and you know, he always crumbles under the pressure, and um, you know, he, he always performs better against people that are fucking, uh, you know, cunting him off. And yep. Connor was very respectful, and yeah, you know, it was just see that, wasn't it? it was just all of these, <laughs> that, you know, all of these boxes that, along the way that were ticking yeah. were just pointing that this was. I mean, and again, you know, let's have it right. The UFC. How desperately do the UFC need Conor McGregor? Yeah. Right? I mean, like, it just, you know, this fight proves that, um, you know, Conor McGregor is, without a shadow of a doubt, the biggest MMA superstar, the biggest UFC superstar, and without Conor McGregor, the UFC ain't shit. Yeah. Really. No, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, the the people, I mean, first of all, so did you see that in the, did you see who got in the cage with them afterwards? 
No, I didn't see any of it. I only watched the fight the next morning, okay. like on YouTube. But, exactly, I'm yeah. glad I didn't pay twenty quid oh, fuck pay yeah. per view and stay up all night for it because the rest of the card was shite. Well, yeah, fuck the rest of the card. <laughs> now, no, I didn't see any of it. I saw an interview with him after, and I saw the fight. That's all I watched. So yeah, so I got I I well, of course. I, I mean, fuck. There's no way I'm staying up for it. No. Um. So I got up on Saturday, Saturday, Sunday morning. Uh, woke up about half six yeah got up downloaded it and watched it and after the fight before you go on facebook yeah, yeah. exactly avoid yeah. the fucking yeah. avoid me phone avoid everything like yeah. that so i had me laptop set up ready to download it so i just got up in the morning hit download and went for it yeah mm -hmm. now so after the fight finished one of the people that was allowed into the cage with him this is fucking crazy right because like they don't really let people into the cage I mean obviously Connor can fucking do what he wants you know they let his missus in they let his mum and dad and whatever next thing fucking larger than life one a, like a, a very very big imposing dude yeah Tony Robbins oh really oh yeah. no I did see him yeah. I saw a photo of him actually yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so it, you know, it just, uh, it was, uh, you know, he fucking, uh, he was obviously getting, you know, the fucking... Life coaching. Yeah, life yeah, coaching, yeah. positive, yeah. positive thinking, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, yeah. And, um, and yeah, so it was, um, you know, like I say, the, the entire fucking thing was tailor-made yeah. for him to fucking win and proven that, you know... Uh, the bottom line is is without Connor, yeah, the UFC ain't shit. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean like people like Tony Robbins being part of his camp, you know, uh, clearly, um, you know, that's a, a, a huge mainstream thing. I think I think it was Vinnie Shawman that shared a photo. Uh, it was. And it, yeah. that's where yeah. I would have seen it. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. into the same stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then um, and then also like the people that were tweeting about the fight you know like uh, you know other superstars from other sports yeah like tom brady now again we're talking about americans here but yeah. this is like dana white put up a thing saying goats in the building yeah and tom brady who is the quarterback for the fucking new england periods who's regarded as the greatest american football quarterback of all time or bullshit whatever yeah you know all of that crap right um he was at the fight yeah. And then, like, LeBron James mm -hmm. was fucking tweeting, well done, Connor, and all of this. So, you know, what I'm saying is, is there is no other UFC fighter on that roster. That gets that. John Jones, no, fucking Daniel Cormier, fucking Khabib, you know, nobody. Yeah. Not one other fighter yeah. gets that kind of mainstream. tweets off Donald Trump as yeah, well. Yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, fucking, you know, you name it, right? Yeah. So, it just proves the fact that, you know, the, the, the UFC need, desperately need Conor McGregor. Correct. Um, you know, compared to anything else. So, the very, the very concept that they were going to fucking, he was going to come back and they were going to throw him to the wolves yeah. was absolutely ridiculous. So, that was the, you know, the build up to the fight. The, the entire fight was set up for Connor to win so, and Connor to look good. So question then, you were talking earlier about the people that were saying that he's taken, that Cerrone's taken a dive. Is there an argument that because Connor, the UFC need Connor, that maybe that's why that happened? Well, no, I just... Because <laughs> they couldn't have Connor lose. Well, no, 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 but it's just, 
I mean, I disagree. I, it's, I, don't, it's I like, don't think he did. I no, no, no. I mean, like the very, the very that idea of, that could sort of fuel that that, that side of the argument. Though, oh, like, like don't get me wrong. I, I, like I understand the fucking the principles behind the conspiracy. Yeah, and like you know, the, I, I get why. But if the thing about it is, is if if you look at it, if you look at Donald Cerrone as a fighter, yeah, right. Everything that we mentioned earlier, like number one, he's not as good as Connor. He's not on that level. Yeah. Yeah. Four world title fights crumbled at every single one. Recently fought the interim champion in Tony Ferguson and got smashed to fucking bits. Yeah. Yeah. Like he is not a world championship level fighter he is a world class fighter he's top 10 yeah. you know he's beaten some of the best guys out there but you know he's not he is no way is he a, like a, a number one in the world fighter I mean you know if you look at his record I mean you know this is he's, he's three wins on three losses on the bounce now right so he's obviously just lost to Connor. previous to that lost to Justin Gethergy right now Justin Gethergy he was the world champion in the World Series of Fighting, that's Mickey Mouse, right? He then came over to the UFC and had a, had a fucking salty record, right? But Justin Gethergy, he's not a world championship level fighter. And he, he beat Cowboy in round one. Yeah. Tony Ferguson, interim champion. Tony Ferguson, without a doubt, is one of the most dangerous 155ers walking the planet. Yeah. And the question remains, you know, it's him or Khabib that's coming up. We're going to yeah. find that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, again, you know, went up against Tony Ferguson and got smashed to bits, right? So, previous to that, he beat Ally Aquinta. It's not a bad win, Ally Quinter's all right. But bearing in mind... It took it to a decision, though. Yeah, took it to a decision, five rounds. And Ally Quinter is also a full-time real estate agent. <laughs> yeah? He's, a, he's not a fucking... He's not world-class... Like, he's not a world champion, yeah? Alexander Hernandez beat him. Who? Mike Perry. That was a brilliant fucking fight. And you know, that's, you know, Mike Perry, cowboy on a similar level, and he beat him by submission in the first round. Leon Edwards, you know, Leon Edwards is, you know, top welterweight from the UK. Um, you know, again, you know, knocking on the door of championship level. He's, you know, he's he's got the fight coming up against Tyron Woodley, and there is a distinct argument that the winner of that is going to go on to fight uh, Kamaru Usman for the title so Leon Edwards knocking on the door of title contention and again got beaten he beat Cowboy yeah Yancy Medro I don't even know who the fuck that is lost to Darren Till lost to Robbery Lola lost to Jorge Masvidal so Darren Till you know obviously not not world championship level yet fought for the title against uh, against Woodley but lost but you know Darren Till is a, is a high level you know certainly top 10 now stepped up to middleweight but you know he he, he beat uh, he beat the cowboy convincingly. Lost to Robbie Lawler, former world title holder. Lost to Jorge Masvidal, the bad motherfucker. You know every single per. So you look at back at his record, and um, you know beat Matt Brown, beat Rick Story, beat Patrick Cote, beat Alex Oliveira. Right again, top ten people, not world champions. Rafael dos Anjos lost. He was a world champion, you know, and it's just, you go back in his record, okay, he beat Eddie Alvarez, he beat Benson Henderson, this is like 2014, 2015, yeah, what I'm saying is, it's just, everyone's going, oh, it was a fix, Cerrone isn't that good in the grander scheme of things, mm -hmm. yeah, don't get me wrong, I fucking love him, 
right? Most wins, you know, most bonuses, most submissions, most, like, you name it. He is the fucking, you know, he is the, the and he lives on the BMF ranch, right? He is the original bad motherfucker. <laughs> and, like, you know, he, I've got nothing but love for him, right? But let's fucking say it how it is. He is not on the same level as Conor McGregor. No. Yeah? And as I persistently said before the fight, he was the lowest hanging fruit that was still had some element of credibility towards the fight. Okay, so, for anyone to fucking, anyone that knows anything about MMA, to then fucking say that it, it, it's a fix, it's fucking retarded. Absolutely stupid, mm. yeah? Connor, like I say, Connor is a far higher level fighter, and Cerrone is known to be a slow starter who crumbles under pressure and has never ever beaten any, and every time he's come up against someone of that upper echelon level you know the fucking world championship class level he's always lost he's never ever beaten anyone that good yeah. and I just I, I don't get it right I genuinely don't get it so the build up for the fight yeah. right so that was you know that was my opinion within the build up um, you know it was it was good um, it you know it like I say it was uh, touted as uh, you know a good it was a look it was exactly what Connor needed. Yeah. However, the fight itself. So forty seconds. Yeah. And the problem is, I mean, it was an you know it is what it is. He fucking won round one knockout. But what do we really learn from that about Connor? Now, obviously, John Kavanagh says that he's in the best shape of his life, and yeah. da 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 da. Uh, you know, he's got Anthony Robbins in his corner, and you know, bum 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 bum. But without seeing, you know, a good three five round fight, yeah, this it's not really answered any questions about you know what he is. You know, it's kept his credibility up. It's brought him back, but we haven't seen. Um much from him yeah that's what you're saying exactly what I'm saying is is you a know when, shoulders that's if, about it well, <laughs> so you know so the fight so the fight started he's come out yeah he's fucking I mean he's just he's run over and thrown a big fucking left hand haymaker at Cerrone Cerrone's fucking le ducked under level changed and gone in and clinched yeah and then Connor has <laughs> fucking just decided to start ramming his shoulder into Cerrone's nose yeah. now I mean I put a joke <laughs> on Facebook saying that on Sunday Sunday saying everyone's going to be fucking yeah. training shoulder strikes yeah which is probably true um it was you know this was one of these things that we've never seen before mm. and this is the, the you know one of the true beauties of mma and the fact that it's uh you know it's an ever evolving sport and even now you know we're seeing things on the like we you know we can regularly see things that nobody's ever seen before yeah you know it's not like that in football boxing mm. you know rugby whatever you know people don't come up with new stuff yeah yeah, yeah. it's just that's been around for hundreds their sports have been around for hundreds of years and they're established being like i say because mma is still only fairly young it's great to see stuff like that um so yeah so he uh, you know Cerrone's throwing the big left uh, sorry, uh, Connor's throwing the big left. Cerrone's ducking under. He's taking a few shoulders, and then I think he was there was a, he's pushed him back. There was an L like Cerrone hit him in the nose from someone that's got a bit of a fragile nose. I fucking hate getting it in the nose. It really fucking hurts. Um, he stumbled back. He's throw, I think he's he's trying to throw in the elbow, and then he's throwing that left high kick. Yeah, and he's you know 
it clocked him square on the button on the jaw yeah wobbled the fuck out of him connor swarmed all over him and and fair play to herb dean herb dean let it go as long as humanly possible yeah. he has given cowboy every possible opportunity in order to fight back and fight back and fight back and there was just yeah well happening. cerrone managed to invert himself on the ground and kept him off for a a split second <laughs> no, all of a second and yeah and then uh, and yeah so so like i say you know it was br you know the win was a fantastic display by connor um you know uh, ticked all of the boxes i mean it, it was you know it was the technically the perfect performance um but yeah, i would have preferred a minute do you so i would have preferred me personally as a fan obviously i would have preferred to see the fight go longer yeah for a couple of different reasons a you want to get a bit of money's worth out of it you know spectacular knockouts are great but you know i would have liked to have seen a bit of a more competitive back and forth yeah tussle yeah and i want to see how connor's fighting now and exactly so you know in essence we have now learned nothing mm. about connor he's he's coming there 40 seconds yeah he's shown himself to to you know to he can be, win a fight quickly that's all we've seen well exactly he's shown himself to be what i knew he was anyway yeah better than cowboy mm. yeah was he a lot better than cowboy yes was he a lot did he do it quicker than i expected yes but i mean you know in essence he never got touched um you know and the true measure obviously of a fighter is um you know how is he going to react when he's under that pressure now i mean look you know we we, we know that you know he is you know he's had those battles etc in the past but um it would have been nice to see a bit more yeah i mean it's not quick knockouts are exciting and everyone likes to see it but at the same time true fight fans want to see a well-matched equal mm. level fighters um having a, a good long time a long fight so yeah it, it, it's exciting but it's not we haven't seen anything sure you're right the question remains yeah what's next yeah sure there was um sat ringside yeah in his Versace bathrobe was Jorge Masvidal. Don't know what the fuck that was all about. Yeah, um, yeah, he's obviously there to take the piss, um, and also Kamaru Usman was there. So, um, you know, at welterweight, there's you know, the, the thing about it is, is there's so there's a couple of different options. What's going to happen? Is it going to be welterweight? Is it going to be uh, lightweight? Yeah. So welterweight, you've got um, you know one of the fights that everyone would like to see would be Jorge Masvidal, mm -hmm. which is the BMF, you know, that's again, not a, not a world title fight, but, um, you know, from pure, you know, from pure fucking, uh, I personally think that that would be the best selling fight. From you know, a fanboy point of view. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, like, obviously, Jorge Masvidal is going to bring the, pre you know, at the press conferences and yeah. whatever, the BMF belt on the line. Um, you know, that and, and the word from other, you know, industry insiders, they reckon that, um, you know, that uh, it's they reckon that Jorge Masvidal is next on the list. Now, me personally, I would like to see um, Connor go back down to 55. Yeah. Because and then fighting the winner of Khabib and Ferguson. Well, not yet. Mm. All right, not, well, not yet. straight away because yeah. we've got another fight in him before that. Okay, so the problem is right is 
So, ah, 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 well, wait, he's got about three, he's got basically three different options. Yeah. Option number one is Jorge Masvidal. Option number two is they chuck him straight in for a welterweight title fight against Kamaru Usman. Option number three is another welterweight fight against Nate Diaz. Yeah. That Nate Diaz fight's always going to be there. It's not really that exciting. Um, but the thing about it is, is Kamaru Usman and uh, Jorge Masvidal are big welterweights. Yeah. You know, they're walking yeah, yeah. around. They're cutting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're walking around at, you know, 190, 200, cutting down to 170. Yeah. You know, Connor's 170 ringing wet. You know what I mean? And it was, uh, I just. I don't want to see him fighting these bigger guys. I'd prefer to see him fighting at 155 because he's going to be fighting people his own size. Now, people are talking about Justin Gethergy. Now, I personally think that obviously you've got you've got Tony Ferguson, Khabib, and yes, the winner of that fight, he, he's going to want to fight for the title. Mm -hmm. But in between that, I think Justin Gethergy would be a good another warm-up fight for him I don't think Justin Gethergy's got anything for him he's the kind of bloke that'll stand in front of him and swing for the fences you know he's that's that's his style um, and again it's a very very winnable fight and you know it's a credible fight he's a former world champion in that world series of fighting um, you know and he's been talking shit about Connor online so I'd like to see him come back down to 155 fight Justin Gethergy get that and, get, and I'd like to see a bit more ring time you know hopefully you know they'll get a few rounds out of it as opposed to a fucking quick finish yeah and then um, and then go on to, to rematch the winner of Khabib and Tony Ferguson because you know that 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 Khabib and Tony Ferguson fight is you know no matter who wins it someone's you know they're, they're, they're both going to get hurt yeah you know they're both fucking absolute savages you know they're neither of them are i don't think either one's going to be able to finish the other one it's going to be five rounds and they're going to be elbow in the face off each other yeah yeah so it's like you know they're it's not like whoever wins that fight's going to be able to fight a month later you know what i mean it's you know, you're talking six months yes, down the line hence why i'm saying that connor can get another fight exactly so look, who knows? Yeah. But then there's talking. There, 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 there's fucking chatting bollocks about them having another boxing fight as well, and totally don't want to see that. <laughs> so yeah, that would be what I would prefer to see. Prefer to see. I'd prefer to see him back down at one fifty-five. But the word on the street is that it's going to be Jorge Masvidal. But whatever happens, you know for a fact that every single motherfucker walking this planet is going to have eyeballs on that. And um, and yeah and. Um, and that's it you know it's you know it is the you know connor is you know he has genuinely transcended you know the you know what what would be expected um of any any fighter in the ufc and he genuinely is the fucking the the you know the you know the biggest the biggest fucking deal out there yeah and um i mean he was talking about making 80 million from this fight i think that might be a little bit embellished but i'd like to fucking know how much he made because mm. obviously he got a purse of about three million plus obviously a cut of the pay-per-view yeah if like i mean i think that you know with obviously with that esp espn bullshit the way that they do it now the number of pay-per-views they sold was probably quite limited I don't know, but say for example, it was a million. He's only getting like two, three bucks per pay-per-view. Um, you know, so he's got like another three million there. 
plus your sponsorship, da 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 da. You know, even with that, were you saying that's ten million? I don't know where that other seventy millions coming from, unless he's just talking about. Off. <laughs> but, yeah, but unless he's saying that with with the exposure, he's going to sell more whiskey, and that's going to be worth fucking mm -hmm. seventy million. Who fucking knows? But anyway, well, watch this space, and obviously we'll keep you updated on all of that. Yeah, so that's it. You know, that was the that was obviously certainly the big news of the fucking week. So we jumped straight in, which is we've sort of gone arse about face really, um, but it was you know that was such you were itching to get it off your chest, weren't you? Exactly. So again, once again, if in any facet you claim that that fight was fixed, you're a massive cunt, and uh, go and look at yourself in the mirror and see what a massive cunt you actually are. So <laughs> now that that's been put to bed. With a massive sense of dread, Joe. Yeah. What have you been up to this week? Very little. Oh, fuck off. Right, come on, tell Very me. Little. You've got to have done something. Went out for Wellesley's birthday Saturday. All oh, right, yeah, must, my invite must have got lost in the post. You probably got invited, didn't you? No. Oh, I was just in the pub anyway, so you wouldn't have enjoyed it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks, Wellesley. Yeah. Um, no, it was a couple of weeks ago to his birthday, wasn't it? No, it was last Saturday. I can't remember. Oh, his birthday was about a week ago, but he went out. I did, I did send him a message. Yeah. Um, no, that's about it. I've just been working. Who, who else was out then? It was the usual lot. Yeah? Yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah, the usual lot. But it was, um, yeah, it was good fun. But I mean, I, yeah, I've just been working, mate. Just yeah. been working, yeah, yeah. So nothing, nothing interesting. Nothing interesting. Yeah, pretty much the same here. Yeah. An Italian lesson last night, getting yeah. back into that. Italian? See. Yeah, you mentioned that you were watching some video and it was in Florence. It was filmed in, in Santa Spirito. Spirito. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was weird. It showed the church and that, and I was yeah. like, hang on a minute. <laughs> so what was it? Why, why was it there? Was there any particular... It's just, um, just part of the course is, is based on his little, uh, like a little mini soap opera that yeah. you watch, and they film it around Florence. So I knew it was filmed in Florence, but this one we watched last night, oh, right. they started off in the... Basilica ah. Santa Spirito. So that's good. But yeah, itching to get back to Italy. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, me too. Hashtag me too. Um, yeah. So uh, Hashtag that's. Eel. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, highlight of the week. Um, yeah. Nothing really too exciting. Um, did some Lethway training on um, Saturday. Yeah. And um, think I gave myself half a concussion. I've got a bit of a headache still. You might be why you've been ill today. Yeah. So um, you see, Godby's going in for Lethway now. I, I am. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 So I'm interested. So because what it is is, I Dave Leduc sent me the email address of the the guy that runs that World Lethway Championships. Yeah. And I emailed him fucking saying, you know, fucking. I've spoken to Dave LaDuke. Yeah. Mark Godby has interested in oh, him up yeah, during our interview. Exactly. Yeah. And he replied and said that, um, well, we don't have a heavyweight division at the moment. Mm. So I don't know what's happened. Obviously, you know, I'm not his agent. I was just trying, yeah. you know, just as a friend. Just trying to chuck a brother up. Exactly. Just trying to fucking <laughs> hook the dude up. And, um, and yeah, so whatever's happened behind the uh, scenes. Yeah. If it, if it is, uh, I'm assuming it is the, the same promotion. I don't know. I just always it said looks like anyway. Like, I'd like to take full credit for that. Yeah. So when Mark Godbea fights in the World Lethbridge Championship, you can all thank me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, so I did. So yes, like I say, I did some Lethway rounds on uh, Saturday. 
and uh, yeah, I won't be doing that again. Well, you just some sparring rounds. No, 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 like uh, just pads, like yeah, head button okay. pads and shit. So me and me, me Nipper went down, yeah. went down the gym on. So on on Saturday, Liam. Um, uh, Liam, who runs the uh, Fire Muay Thai gym, yeah. opens up the gym on a Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Open mat, just go right, in, okay, yeah. train, do what you want. Yeah. And me and Robson go down every now and again, and you know, uh, maybe once or twice a month, hip pads, just have a bit of a workout. And um, there was nobody in there this weekend, but there was only one other kid in there, so Liam was just basically the loose end. So he said, "Do you want me to hold pads for you?" And then we ended up doing Lethway. And um, yeah, really fucking. Or just drilling some of the stuff that you don't yeah, 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 yeah. So like, like fucking hitting, you know, hitting mitts and yeah, um, and yeah. So I, I was headbutting pads, and I think I fucking gave myself a half a concussion. So yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be doing that again. I'm too old for that malarkey, and especially with the fact that I've got. You got the fight coming up. You don't want to get your muscle memory doing. Headbutts. Well, no, it's not that. <laughs> it's not that. It's just um, you know, I, I don't feel now that I've got this bit of a headache lurking around in the background. I don't think I'm I'm training properly. You know, I can't spar. Um, you know, all of this. Um, so I need to. Um, I uh, you know I need to fucking you know be a bit more sensible about what I'm doing. So I'm going to avoid that for the time being. So. Um, what my highlight of the week though um i suppose if you watched the film on netflix called green book uh no fucking brilliant is it really really good I now know, i know about it but i uh, i haven't watched okay. it okay this is good you're gonna fucking love this one yeah so i did put it up on facebook i don't know if you saw the post well, i knew it anyway but yeah right it, it's tony lip yeah because i because when i saw so who is tony lip He's uh, Carmen Lubitazzi. There you oh, yeah, no, go. I, I knew this previously because oh, I, I'd seen the Green Book come up on Amazon, yeah. saw the synopsis, yeah. and it mentioned Tony Lip in it. And I thought, I know that name because I, re I recognised that as, as the guy from Sopranos and looked into the Green Book and realised that it was the same yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, so, I didn't, I didn't so I had no he was idea. An actor, he was like a bodyguard. Well, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, so, I'm watching the film. And so the, the basic premise of the film is, um, it's about this guy, Tony Lip, yeah. who is um, a mafia associate. Like, yeah. he was a doorman at the Coca-Cabana Club, right. right? That's what it, whether this is actually true or not, this is what it was in the film. So he is a, do a bouncer at the Coca-Cabana. Yeah. And obviously the Copa Cabana Club is filled with mafia people and at the beginning of the thing he fucking some mafia dude gives it the large and he weighs them in and obviously um, you know that could potentially get you into trouble yeah. but because the mafia dude was disrespecting he was disrespecting the Coca Cabana yeah. he got a pet I give you a pass <laughs> yeah so don't disrespect the bing yeah don't exactly <laughs> he was disrespecting the bing so anyway he fucking the, the beginning of the film the, the fucking club the Coca Cabana is closing down for a refit for a couple of months and he, the guy's going to be out of work yeah it's Stephen so, Mortensen isn't it is it Stephen Mortensen plays it? yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah so he um, he he gets someone comes up and says oh look I can get you a bit of work for a couple of months there's this guy needs like a driver yeah whatever right so he, you know he goes for the job interview and obviously you know there's a couple of people have put him forward yeah. and obviously there's a you know there's a bit of you know systemic racism at the beginning you know he's he, he's in his house 
there's a couple of black dudes turn up to do like some repairs in his house and they, his wife gives them a drink yeah. and he's like fucking looking at them and throwing the fucking glasses in the bin and that he's like the Mullignans around here fucking you know <laughs> Jesus so it's obviously 50, 60 yeah yeah, yeah I yeah. mean like obviously this is you know that's what it was like so yeah. he goes for this job interview and the job interview is for a black guy yeah which is this is the guy that wrote the green book that, that he drives around I don't think so. No. I, don't, I don't know. Right. So the, the guy, so this guy who he's going to be driving around being backslash bodyguard yeah. is um, is a piano player. Oh, right. And he lives in an apartment above Carnegie Hall. Right. Right. So obviously, um, you know, this is still back in the day. You, you know, it was. You, you, so he turns up and he goes, well, "What do you need me for?" And he goes, "Right." He goes, "Well, I'm going on tour right. around the southern states. Right. You know, like Alabama and fucking places like that." Now, obviously, black dudes driving around fucking the south, the deep south, yeah. can get themselves into a spot of bother. Still back in like the fifties or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, massive segregation then. Yeah. And so he needed, you know. Um, a, a real fucking you know bodyguard you know fucking tough guy to look after him yeah. so anyway they, he got the job and then they go off on their thing and then obviously you find out a lot of things i'm not going to spoil it but there are other things that this you know this this, this dude so you know this uh, you know this this black guy's an alcoholic and you know da, 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 da. and obviously you know th things happen and um they become friends yeah and then obviously the the beauty about it is, is by the end he's you know he's been cured of his racism right which is pretty cool but that like so that's the that, that that's the base i mean like i say not going to spoil the film really real it's fucking, a good film it's though, a yeah? fucking awesome oh, okay. film i'll give right? it a go real real good film but like i said right so at the end because it's a true story yeah they talk about like what happens after the film is finished and they're like oh you know these guys remained friends for many many years and da, da, da. and then they and it was like you know tony lip fucking died like in 2010 or you know whenever like i can't remember exactly when and they put up the picture Right, and I, as soon as I saw the picture, I was like, "That's Carmine Lubitazzi." Oh, they showed so the real photo at the end. Yeah, so yeah, the, at, yeah. The, at the end of the film, they often do that in films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So real photo at the end. So at the end of the film, they showed like a real photograph yeah. of the guy, and I saw the picture, and I was obviously being a, a huge Sopranos fan. I was like, "That's Carmine Lubitazzi." So um, I uh, obviously fucking straight away was googling it. So I yeah. just googled Tony Lip, yeah. and obviously the, the Wikipedia page came up, and I was like, "Fucking hell!" Boom, 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 boom. Right, right. Brilliant. So if you are a fan of anything sort of kind of mafia related or whatever, just it's a fucking fantastic movie, and I would strongly, strongly recommend that everybody watches the Green Book. Cool. I'll put that on my watch list. Excellent. So, news and shit. News and shit. News and shit. What's been going on? Well, <laughs> some <laughs> fucking there's some good stuff this right. week. What we got? So number one, yeah, is did, did you see that there was an earthquake in England? No. Stockton on Tees. Yes, yeah. not only. Yeah. Uh, well, let's, well, let's, well, let's, well, be, well, let's have it right. Yeah. So there was an earthquake in Stockton on Tees. Yeah. And Twenty quid's worth of damage. Boom, no, boom. no, 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 no. <laughs> fucking 
fucking it caused a million quid's worth of improvements. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like so yeah. so so this is near Middlesbrough. Yeah, it's near yeah. Middlesbrough. So yeah. the, the, I mean it was a it was a point three on the Richter scale. Um, not exactly fucking. It's not exactly you know the fucking. It's yeah. not exactly the ground splitting open and swallowing swallowing the fucking tower blocks up or whatever. So it was a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a shaker. So the tremor was felt across Stockton, Billingham, Hartlepool, Wolverston, and Middlesbrough just before six a.m. Yeah, I mean. I don't know if anyone's ever been to Stockton before. No. Now I have. Um, yeah. Now, sure we have. Like I said, quite frankly, an earthquake in Stockton, if it was like 0. 0.3 on the Richter scale, the best thing that could have ever happened would have been that that was like an 8 on the Richter scale and they leveled Stockton. Yeah. Because Stockton is the biggest shithole known to fucking man mm. and um, and yeah I think it's fucking hilarious like I say my you went caused 20 quid worth of damage like I say my joke was going to be <laughs> caused a million pounds worth of improvement yeah so um, yeah so if you were in uh, Stockton and you felt the um you felt the, uh, tremor. the the tremor from the earthquake yeah let's just hope you are visiting and you don't actually live there <laughs> so, um, so uh, next thing, um, quite funny, right? Is so Adrian Broner. Do you know who Adrian Broner is? No, nope, never heard of him. Adrian Broner. Well, I don't know. Can you tell me? Am I Adrian Broner is a professional boxer and right. quite a high level one. No, nope, don't know. He fought Manny Pacquiao uh, about a year ago and was paid two and a half million dollars. Right. Right. Yeah. And for whatever reason, it doesn't really say, but he is now completely and utterly skint as fuck and is now begging... In a a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And is now begging people to send him $10 on Instagram. Now, he had a bit of a fucking close shave. So, do you remember... Right, so, (laughs) you know that fucking girl that cashed me outside, how about that girl? No. The fuck, bro? Like, what? obviously. Well, okay. Say that again. Right. Oh, hang on. Right. There was a. Right. Oh, she's on like a tea, on like a chat yeah. show. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Right. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So like this, a, this girl, sure. she's now she now calls herself Bad Barbie or Bad Baby or whatever. Yeah. And she's a fucking rapper, and she's got fucking millions of followers on Instagram, and fucking sells records and has makeup and fucking right. like. Is a gajillionaire. I didn't right? know that. I remember she was on like an Oprah Winfrey sort of. She, it was like yeah. Dr. Phil or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, she yeah. was a she was a hood rat, yeah. fucking little shithouse kid. And everyone was basically she she said this she on she was on that program and she yeah. went, Cash me outside, how about that? Right? Yeah. And then it fucking went She's viral. Skank, she? Oh she's an absolute fucking shithouse. Anyway, okay. So this but was like a couple of years ago. Then, like <laughs> gajillions, right? Up, However, right. she is still yeah. 16 years old. What, right? now? Yes. Right. Right now. So when she fucking said that was like two years ago. Yeah. And it was like fucking she was 14. Yeah. So whether she just turned 14 and now she's nearly 17, could be up to three years ago, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But during that time, she's got real fucking famous and she's made a gajillion dollars. Right? right. Okay. Adrian Broner. Yeah slid into her DMs. <laughs> yeah, going, give me a ring, baby, and all this, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, she's... What, six- is he American, is he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's an American professional boxer. 
she's 16 years old yeah now in England <laughs> in England that's legal yeah in America you're a fucking nonce yeah so she then fucking put him on blast copied like fucking screenshot the message right and fucking posted it up on Instagram mm. basically going look at this pedo rumbled him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah fall from grace Jesus. so yeah Adrian Broner mate like I say I mean I don't know what the fuck was happening and who his fucking financial advisor is or whatever um, two and a half mil in a year you reckon I mean don't get me wrong but out of that two and a half mil yeah you know once he's paid his fucking coach and whatever and <laughs> his taxes and <laughs> he, he's only going to see a million but still it's a million fucking dollars bruv yeah. and he was he was a fucking dickhead like two like years ago he was making loads of money and he was like filmed himself on Instagram flushing hundred dollar bills down the toilet oh, Jesus Christ right? and you're like, like that gun but you wish you hadn't done that you fucking cunt you know what I mean what an absolute arse Ugh. so yeah so Adrian Broner another cunt of the week yeah um, for um, yeah for trying to nonce up fucking catch me outside girl and for begging for door so how old, on how old is he now, you reckon oh, I, I fucking I mean he must be in his 30s or something yeah let's fucking have a little bit of a google of that hold on right Adrian yeah. Broner 30 he's yeah. 30 yeah well you know even if it's even if he was in England and she was 16 and it's legally it's allowed peed up, it's still noncy yeah you know what I mean but um he's had multiple world champions he's held multiple world championships in four different weight classes yeah so he's beat a multiple world champion um, you know so he's you know he must have made um I mean well that's for, if we say net worth right Zero. well net worth now is fuck all right but they reckon he's a been year worth ago, yeah. a year ago he was worth three to six million yeah so um, yeah but like I say now he's fucking on he's on Instagram saying can you send me ten dollars via cash app yeah and and then he, he, he'll, he he's like I'll fight for you and all of this yeah so yeah Adrian Broner oh, um, yeah said it was an honest mistake after sliding into fucking her DMs um yeah, Adrian Broner desperately asking uh, followers, right here we go, so Adrian Broner desperately asks followers for donations uh, on Instagram, well this has to be an all time low it says here, um, like I said, oh, he's fucking, with him flashing yeah, his yeah, cash, yeah, yeah, flashing yeah, yeah, his wad, that's what I'm saying, he's typical, <laughs> he's fucking, you know, he's previously been known for being a fucking prick with his money, yeah, and um, and now he ain't got none. So yeah, that'll fucking teach you you absolute melt. <laughs> yeah. This is the fucking I don't like this isn't even cunt of the week. I mean the blokes are fucking cunt clearly. But like the guy's so fucking retarded and fucking stupid, I've never ever seen anything. So the, the words master fucking criminal yeah do not do this fella justice right, right so yeah. so this is the guy drug Ter dealer's t-shirt made it very easy to catch him yeah so there was a drug dealer from fucking he was like Bradford Yorkshire whatever yeah yeah, yeah. yeah could be so, so, so so this is the one Delboy sent us isn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so oh yeah big shout out to Delboy yeah so yeah so a drug dealer was caught when he brazenly advertised his services on his t-shirt along with a phone number so this guy had a t-shirt that said naz and scooby four for 25 quid <laughs> meaning crack and heroin yeah. yeah 
with a phone number, yeah. right? So Wajid Hussein sold heroin and crack cocaine as part of a county lines outfit in Yorkshire. That county lines outfit, that's bullshit. He was just yeah. fucking selling gear. Yeah. So he alerted people to his prices with a shirt bearing the words Naz and Scooby, four for 25 quid. Hussein, 27, was busted when an undercover cop saw his clothing and ran to arrange a deal. Details of the bungling drug dealer's methods were relayed to a judge at Bradford Crown Court, where he was jailed for six years after admitting supplying Class A drugs. The court heard Hussein Rangley bring and ring Scooby Line from April to July last year. So April, May, June, July. So he, he, was, he was a very successful drug dealer for a whole four months. Yeah. And he would bring crack and heroin to waiting addicts for as little as seven pound a wrap. Um, so, I mean, it goes on to obviously describe how the fucking, the cops fucking rang him up and, you know, got him to dr deliver. They raided his gaff, da 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 da. Um, so, it's, I mean, he's obviously a fucking idiot. I mean, look at this, right? So, Hussein had 18 previous convictions <laughs> for 31 offences, including supplying Class A drugs in 2012, when he was sent to a young offenders institution. So, you know, he's a fucking not a very successful criminal. But, I mean, I'm fucking serious, right? Like, what the fuck, right? I mean, like, <laughs> I'm dumbfounded. Yeah, lots of words. I'm, I'm actually dumbfounded yeah. that anybody could be as fucking stupid. You know, the entire fucking thing about trying to fucking commit crime is that you do it so nobody fucking knows. Yeah. You know, you keep it on the down low as possible. And this cunt's walking around wearing a t-shirt saying, I am a criminal. <laughs> and um, This and is my phone number. And yeah. this is my phone number. <laughs> and lo and behold, the fucking old Bill got a hold of him. So, yes, Wajid Hussein of Bradford or the surrounding area, yeah. you are quite frankly probably the dumbest cunt <laughs> that we've ever, ever spoken about. I mean, like, I would consider this to be dumber than the Chinese people that throw coins into the engine. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like... Because he's knowingly stupid. I mean, they, these... Maybe not the guy we talked about last week, but yeah. those old Chinese people. Yeah, they don't know they're, they're doing anything wrong. They're just they actually, ignorant. They just think they're doing something fucking. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to good fellow. This guy's like, I'm a criminal. He has my phone number. Yeah, I mean, what an absolute fucking shithead of the highest order. Um, so, yeah, we genuinely think that you are the dumbest fucker walking the planet right now. So, yeah, you absolute arse. Um, so, um, Tyson Fury's a wanker. Yeah. What's he done? No, he's a wanker. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I get so, it, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Tyson Fury... So, been told about not wanking before... Uh, <laughs> so, Tyson, Tyson Fury has yeah. claimed that in the run-up to his rematch yeah. with Deontay Wilder, he's currently masturbating seven times a day. Yeah. Now... That's quite a hefty feat. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got a lot of time on his hands. I hope he's fucking. <laughs> I, I, well, bum bum. But, I mean, like, wanking seven times a day. I mean, like, you know, twice is a bit of a feat. <laughs> seven times. He, I mean, he's a good ten years younger than surely, that. Time, so. Surely there's going to be. Surely, you know, he's going to have blisters. <laughs> have you ever tried having a wank on speed? I mean, there's a, there is a, you know, 
there is a bro science explanation. So back in the day, fighters used to fucking not yeah. try and shoot a load for months before the fight. Yeah. But now it's and other sports as well. I know that. But yeah. now it's considered that that's the wrong thing to do mm. because apparently, if you don't shoot your load, basically your testosterone production goes down. Right. It's when you're constantly cleaning the pipes out that the testosterone is boosted to produce more sperm. Yeah, so it's contrary right. to what they originally thought. So what he's saying is, you know, probably a good thing with regards to boosting your testosterone but seven times a day bruv I mean how you know I mean how much fucking how much fucking red tube can you fucking watch how much fucking porn hub can you actually fucking get? and what's he doing like set a reminder on his phone yeah you know like 9am have breakfast like women 9 30 crack one out like women when they're trying to get pregnant they like or when they're ovulating i mean i can understand you you know you're fucking cracking one out before you go to bed i'm a big mm. fan <laughs> helps you sleep right <laughs> but you know six other times throughout the day yeah what the fuck bruv you know it's gonna you're gonna have a, a weak arm and you know yeah. whatever and especially i mean like not being funny but if i was fucking tyson for you millions of dollars in the bank I'll be having someone do it for me. Yeah. I won't be doing it myself. <laughs> I'm masturbating seven times a day. I'm going down the rub and tug seven times a day. Mm. Maybe. But yeah, so, you know, I'm very much looking forward to the rematch between him and Dante Wilder. And I very much hope that he wins. Um, you know, three, five years ago, I fucking used to, I couldn't stand Tyson Fury. Yeah. But, he's you know, matured well, he's he? definitely come round. Yeah. And now I'm a big, big fan. He's a great character. I'm a big, big fan. And uh, but yeah, mate, one in seven times a day. Really, <laughs> I don't think. I mean, like I couldn't manage it personally. Uh, you know, even banging a bluey. I don't know what the fuck. I couldn't shag a bird seven times a day these days. I don't think. No. But wouldn't whatever. Be, wouldn't be even be interested in that. <laughs> so yeah. So um, yeah. So anyway, fair play to him if he can manage to crack one out seven times a day. Mm-hmm. So he leaves his gloves on. Feels like someone else is doing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows? So. <laughs> this is one you brought up. Yeah. So there we go. Let's. I'll over to you. So you tell us about this one then. Another cunt of the week that you brought up. Yeah, I saw this this morning on the TV. So my missus in the morning watches uh, GMTV or wherever it is now uh, with Piers Morgan. Um, although I don't think he was on it this morning, and uh, she leaves it on. So normally it's on when I get up. She leaves the house about the time I get up. So it was on the tag this morning, and uh, it's Ryan Mark who was on The Apprentice, the most recent one, so end of last year. He's been on the telly saying how he feels that it's just a ridiculous idea. To, to raise money to help Australia in the wake of the fires they've had over there, he thinks they should go round, collect all the koalas that have died, skin them, make luxury goods out of their fur and then use that money to donate back to the koalas that haven't died yet. <laughs> what a fucking sick cunt. Right. I mean, like, where to fucking start on this one? Right, so number one. Mm. I'm just watching a little wee video of him there on um, on uh, GMTV or whatever it was. Yeah. He looks like a cunt. He's a posh he, little twat. He looks basically. like Tory boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He looks like fucking Tory. He looks like he hasn't, sh- he hasn't started shaving. Yeah. Right? And he looks like a little Tory boy fucking prick, right? Yeah, yeah. Who decided that it would be a good idea to put this cunt on the... I mean, surely the producers of GMTV must have gone, right, we've got one here. Let's... <laughs> this, let's fu-. Like, nobody thought this was a good idea. Yeah. Surely, there... This is, you know, this is like 
they've put him on there for the pure fucking for, for this very reason yeah, yeah. they've put him on there to provoke this reaction yeah. for people any normal person to listen to what he's got to say how and go you're an work? absolute cunt how does right? his mind work that he'd even come up with that idea now that's <laughs> He's in general, he's a fucking cunt, yeah, right? Yeah, that's just without this idea, he's just a cunt in general. He looks like a cunt, and the the TV producers have put him on the TV in order for people to call him a cunt, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Now let's have a look at the idea itself <laughs> as a practical idea, right? So there's been a lot of fires, yeah, and these fires have killed all of these koalas, yeah. Now. If a koala has been set on fire, yeah. how much fur <laughs> do you think is going to be left on the koala? Very little. Now, granted, <laughs> some of them may have died of smoke inhalation. We'll give you that. Yeah. But, you know, going around, I mean, how long do you think these dead bodies are going to last as well? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, just the, the, the actual idea itself is so fucking preposterous that I'm struggling to think why anybody with half a fucking brain could even consider it to be yeah. a fucking idea. So number one, they'll all be fucking burnt. Or number two, if they're not burnt, they'll be fucking rotten and stinking. Yeah. Number three, who has ever heard of a koala fucking... <laughs> koala like, coat. Koala fur coat. Mr Burns, Koala probably. fucking... Like, <laughs> Mr Burns. Uh, yeah, Mr Burns. See my vest, see my vest. <laughs> made of real gorillas, Jess. My loafers made from gophers. Yeah, so Mr Burns, he'd be all over that shit, yeah. right? Well, that's but, about it. But seriously, like, I just... I've, so, a dirty, rotten, fucking dead koala... What are you going to make luxury goods? <laughs> like, when it says luxury, I'm going to make luxury goods. Yeah. Like what? Like what? Like what? Yeah. Like fucking koala fucking, you know, like koala fur lined fucking, you know, like fucking limousine fucking covers. <laughs> like, like limousine seat covers. You know, like fucking, mm. you know, gold plated fucking cutlery with fucking ko koala teeth. Yeah. Fucking, like the, the koala, koala nose. Koala the koala nose <laughs> used as like a fucking walking stick handle or something. I mean, yeah. like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, you utter? I couldn't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I just, this has to, you know, genuinely, I mean, this isn't far behind fucking the drug dealer from Bradford. Yeah. They genuinely Almost isn't far behind yeah. the drug dealer from Bradford. So, yes, Ryan Mark, and it's Ryan hyphen Mark. Yeah. So, yeah. it's like, it doesn't it's even like, say it's his like a little posh kid. Yeah, 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 for sure. A little yeah. Tory boy. He looks cunt. a bit like Michael McIntyre. Like, and uh, like a cross between that and the fat geezer and fat, he looks like Fat Sam from fucking uh, Bugsy Michael, Michael McIntyre <laughs> and Fat Sam from Bugsy yeah. Malone had a love child yeah. and he ended up being a massive <laughs> fucking cunt. Well, there we go. So yes, if you do yourself a favour, you absolute fucking arsehole and fucking make sure you put your whole head in front of the shotgun mm. and then we'll use your skin to make luxury goods and raise money <laughs> for the fucking poor fucking things. So, Alex Salmond. Yeah. Now, 
I mean, it's Alex Salmond is uh, a, a Scottish MP. Yeah. And he was, it says here, uh, uh, he was the SNP leader, the leader of the Scottish National he Party. He was, that's right, so yeah. Quite a senior MP. Yeah. He's been charged with several sexual offences. I didn't know about this. Well. Something now, fishy's going on. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. And it's Salmond. Um, now, some of them, I mean, look, you know, no smoke and fire and da 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 da. I don't know what. Did he try it on with Nicola Sturgeon? Extra fishy going on. Get out. Get out. So, I mean, who really cares about Scottish MPs? No one does. But he's been charged with quite a considerable number of offences. Okay. Now, I mean, like, you know, one attempted rape and one intent to rape. Right. Which sounds like a fairly serious offence. Intent yeah. to rape. So, uh, attempt. In, in, intent or attempt? It says here, attempt yeah. and one intent. Well, that could, buying someone a drink could be intending to rape them, couldn't it? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it depends what you put in the drink. That's what they look like, exactly. It depends if you Cosby the fuck out of them. But also includes, <laughs> inc- accused as 10 sexual assaults and 2 indecent assaults. Right. Now look, no smoke without fire. Um, you know, he's an MP, so that, that instantly means he's a creepy motherfucker. Yeah. Um, and Check his expenses as well. Exactly. But, so... It's some of it sounds a bit fucking dodgy, right? So, the thirteen charges allege that yeah. indecently assaulted a woman on a number of occasions in Glasgow in June and July two thousand and eight by kissing her on the mouth, touching her buttocks and breasts with his hands over her clothing. So, twelve years ago, he had a bit of a grope. He, yeah. he had a bit of a grope and come on to some woman, right, on numerous occasions. Yeah. All right, that sounds a bit dodge. Yeah. Right. She could have come forward at the time, but you know, maybe been embarrassed or whatever. Down, down, down. So sexually assaulted the same woman in December two thousand and ten or two thousand and eleven. Right. That's a big. That's a big gap in in the Ego nightclub in Edinburgh by touching her arms and hips with his hands over her clothing. Now. That sounds fucking lame. So number one, if you've been sexually assaulted numerous occasions in 2008, yeah. so this dude's trying to kiss you and touch your tits and your arse and have a good grope of you, yeah. doesn't say where, it just says in Glasgow, numerous times between June and July, if you saw him in a nightclub, would you then go over to him or allow him to come over to you and... Uh, and and give him the opportunity to do it again. No. If he did it again, would you remember when it was? Instead of saying it was December 2010 or December 2011. She just remembers there, there was Christmas decorations up. Yeah. Doesn't know what year it was. Uh, but then it says, by touching her arms and hips with his hands over her clothing. Now, if I, I'm gonna, I just touched you on the arm. Yeah. And I just touched you on the hip. Yeah. Over your clothing. Yeah. Would that constitute a sexual assault? That no. sounds like he was having a bit of a dance. Yeah, yeah. And he just went, hey, hello, baby, like that. Yeah. That's a fucking bullshit one, right? So, you know, the first one sounds pretty serious. Second one, that sounds fucking moody as fuck. Mm. 
In decently assaulted a woman in October or November 2010 at Butte House by repeatedly seizing her by the wrists and repeatedly pulling her towards him and attempting to kiss her. Again, that sounds dodgy as fuck. Sexually assaulted a woman in a car in Edinburgh by touching her leg with his hand over her clothing. Well, you know, he could have been driving and just got given her leg a squeeze. But yeah, that could be constituted as not good. Sexually assaulted a woman on various occasions between 2011 and 2013 at Butte House, the Scottish Parliament and other locations by touching her buttocks. Yeah, doesn't sound great. Touch stroking her arms and touching her hair. Yeah, which hair? Now, now this... this <laughs> hair on her head or the hair on her Now, hair? now this sounds... <laughs> now listen to this one. Sexually assaulted a woman at Butte House in October 2013 by removing her... The, right, by removing her foot from her shoe yeah stroking her foot and lifting her foot towards his mouth and attempting to kiss her foot <laughs> now she wasn't standing up when this happened bruv no right so correct me if i'm wrong if you're going to remove someone's shoe yeah they've got to be lying down on the sofa with your with their foot in your lap unless it's heather mills <laughs> <laughs> no but what fucking but seriously yeah think of the position yeah that this could be in in it's order like for this, this to happen it's like this it's like me now like well exactly take my shoe off and suck my but what toe. i'm saying is she's not standing up by the door no right saying let me out and he's managed to rip her shoe off and then suck on her fucking toes she's lying on the sofa yeah. with her foot in his lap yeah if you're lying on the fucking sofa with a dude with your foot in his lap and he fucking takes your shoe off you know, there's a foot massage going on there. This is fucking, this is fucking Pulp Fiction. You know, would you give a guy a foot massage? Isn't it? Sticking your tongue in the holiest of holes and fucking, you know, this is, you know, should he have fucking thrown, been thrown out the window for it? Yeah. Probably not. That sounds fucking dodgy as fuck. Yeah, sexually assaulted a woman by kissing her on the mouth. That sounds fucking bullet. Intended to rape the same woman in December 2013 by causing her to sit on a bed, lying on top of her, making sexual remarks, touching her buttocks, thighs and breasts over her clothing, repeatedly kissing her face, struggling with her to pull her dress up. That sounds fucking rapey as fuck. Yeah. Yes. Fucking throw them to the wolves. Yeah sexually assaulted a woman in 2012 at the ubiquitous chip restaurant in glasgow by touching her buttocks with his hands over her clothing sexually assaulted the same woman two years later sexually assaulted a woman you know and it's like there are there was the certain things about this that sound fucking dodgy yeah and there's certain things about this that sound like bandwagon jumpery yeah and quite frankly if someone had sexually assaulted me i wouldn't then go back and hang around with them two years later no. you'd avoid them like the fucking plague yeah so yes he sounds like a dirty bastard and he deserves to be strung up but it also does sound like this a fucking he's been led along a bit bandwagon jumpery yeah. of the highest order yeah. but it's that one when i read that one about him fuck about the foot yeah. I'm like, for fuck's sake, man, you know. <laughs> if you don't want to be fucking having your foot touched, you don't lie down on the sofa and cop your foot in his fucking lap anyway. So yeah, Alex Salmond, you're a dirty cunt. So, right, anything that a Newcastle United fan can do, a Celtic fan can clearly do better. Right. Do you remember, your, it was a few years ago, it was at the Newcastle Sunderland fucking derby, yeah. and there was a fan who was arrested and put in prison for punching a police horse. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. A massive source of embarrassment to anyone who's a Newcastle fan and repeatedly brought up in arguments. Yeah. Ah, you horse punchers and fucking da 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 da. So a Celtic fan punched three police horses in a brutal attack during a terrifying riot at a Scottish Cup tie. Football yob Kevin Maguire was a prime mover in the disruption at Celtic Park ahead of his team's clash with Airdrie. So he was convicted of punching three police horses in the Cup tie riot. So yes, he does look like a fucking absolute arse as well. So yes, it was just like hopefully They've put lots of pictures of nice looking horses up to try and make you feel sorry for the police horses. Um, so yes, Celtic fan plunges three police horses. So that is a nominal, no, a nominal, nominal fucking um, uh, nomination for cunt of the week yeah. for punching three police horses. And finally, for this week's news and shit, we... Um, <laughs> this is quite a funny one. There's a lot of Scottish stuff in today. I don't know whether Google just happens to be kicking up Scottish stuff or whatever. They yeah. appear to have fucked up my location. However, pensioner shocked to find his own gravestone with his name on it in a cemetery. Right. <laughs> so Alan Hattel, 75, claimed his former wife had bought the plot with their names appearing on the headstone. A man has insisted he's alive despite finding his own gravestone. The memorial to 75-year-old Alan had been erected in Newmanthill Cemetery in Forfar Angus. I mean, right up in the fucking wilds of Scotland there. He said friends had stopped calling because people think I'm dead, but he declared I'm still alive. And he now knows the reason why. Because people have been under the impression he's passed away. Now, that doesn't really make any sense, mate. That really doesn't make any sense, mate. Who's like looking around the local graveyards to see if their mates have died. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying, right? If I if I just bought a bit of stone and wrote fucking Joe Pennock on it and stuck it in a graveyard, people wouldn't stop ringing you. No. You know what I mean? He's claiming that because of this, that people have thought he was dead. Um, he claimed his former wife. I think he just wants a bit of attention. Yeah, of course. Isn't, he isn't sure exactly who was responsible for the headstone and a member of, the, of his ex-wife Bertha's family would not comment. He said, my phone hasn't rung for three or four months. I've been confused <laughs> by it all, but now I know why nobody has been calling. I don't even want to be buried. I plan to be cremated. In it, they described the whole affair as something out of, like, something out of only fools and horses. Um, but yeah, that poor bastard's got no mates, isn't and it? I've never ever said I wanted to be buried alongside my ex-wife, said Alan, who has two grown-up children with his former spouse. We've been separated for 26 years, and there's no animosity, but I'm struggling to take it all in. To find a gravestone in a cemetery where you're still alive isn't something that happens every day. Um, it, yeah, it just it doesn't it doesn't go it doesn't tell why. It just says, yeah, Angus Council said it was unable to discuss the issue or disclose any information about who purchased the plot as it was a confidential matter. And this is a family matter being dealt with privately. So it doesn't say whose idea it was or why it was or, you know, so just putting a gravestone up isn't going to fucking tell it because who walks around the cemetery checking the new gravestones going yeah. any of my mates dead yeah you know and they're not they're not following it up exactly well, imagine if i went to went to the graveyard to see my, my nan's grave and i see one with your name on it i would yeah. automatically never call you yeah you'd be like oh <laughs> he dead, dead. Yeah. dead yeah right? fuck him yeah <laughs>
Yeah, you, like you'd thanks for inviting me to the funeral, mate. At least you drop your text, I would think. You know, yeah. are you all right, mate? Um, so yeah, I just, I genuinely think he's probably. I mean, he looks like a bit of a fucking cunt. Yeah. I don't know. Does he? I don't know. He looks like a nice old man, I suppose. Really. He's an idiot. He's an idiot. But yeah, I mean, like, w there might be a reason people stop calling you, mate. I don't know, but. Um, yeah. So yes. So man found his own gravestone. Brilliant. So yeah. So that's uh, that's it for news and shit this week. So yeah. Moving on to our very very exciting section. But before we do, remember you can contact us at any time on telephone or text on 07510954793. Email us on theoilcheck at hotmail.com and all forms of social media at theoilcheck. So. This week's MMA and shit. MMA, MMA and shit. shit. So, as we've already discussed earlier, the big story this week was the Connor and the Cowboy fight. Yeah. And we had the greatest interaction ever with our poll with 1,800 votes. Yeah. And about 800 of them voting for Cowboy and about 1,000 of them voting for Connor. Yeah. So, again, if you voted for Cowboy, you're an absolute melt of the highest <laughs> order. Um, it was clear as shit. The thanks for taking part anyway. But yes, so if all of those 1,800 people could have actually downloaded the podcast yeah. and listened to it, we'd be fucking half popular by now. Yeah. So, um... Let's try and make that happen. People. Yes. So, actually, we, tell your friends. If you're not already listening, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know where I was going with that. Now, so, so there was an article in The Chronicle, which is... Um, the high quality local publication from Newcastle upon Tyne. Yeah. So saying that fame MMA. Yeah. That awful show that, that we talked about. Ridiculous show that was happening in Newcastle still hasn't paid the fighters or at least one of them. So Marty McKenna, right. whoever the fuck he is, apparently used to be on Geordie Show. Marty McKenna claims he hasn't been paid for his fame MMA fight and it's ruined his holiday. The former Geordie Show star Marty McKenna competed in the big fame MMA event in Newcastle in December. Geordie Shaw star Marty McKenna has launched a furious tirade against the team behind Fame MMA after claiming he still hasn't been paid for taking part in the event. And the 25-year-old added that Fame MMA's failure to pay him what he's owed has left him massively out of pocket and forced him to abandon his trip to Australia earlier than he had planned to return home. Newcastle lad Marty will also appear as on X on the Beach, took on Sal Gow Sam Gowland in the celebrity fight night. Was that the main event? Dunno. Ah, oh, fucking no. who cares? Who really? cares, yeah. But, um, Bunch of twats. Yeah, I mean, essentially, this is, I mean, you know, he's had a fight and he hasn't been paid. I hope he does get paid, you know, regardless of whether he's a fucking reality show fucking prick or not. I mean, you know, he's obviously, he's fucking, his spelling and grammar leave a lot to be desired. Again, we discussed this with James Budd online. Um, so, anyway, the thing is, right, is, I don't know, the word on the street is they sold fuck all tickets. Other people were saying the venue was full. If it is full, I would assume that it was probably paper and the fuck. Mm. Um, but apparently this company are massive in Poland. Yeah and you would think that they had money in the bank to fucking pay their bills but i mean i don't know how much they offer to pay him but you know he's probably been offered you know several thousand pounds to take part in this fight yeah um you know which makes you sick 
and the fact that you know actual real fighters are getting paid in the hundreds mm-hmm. and this fucking arsehole is potentially well yeah I'm getting uh, paid shit yeah but don't, you're not worth it mate that's probably why yeah, I haven't paid exactly it. so yeah anyway so um, fame MMA um big like obviously we predicted it was going to be a bag of shite mm-hmm. and it's turned out to be a bag of shite and now people haven't been paid so like i say as much as you know the the people that were taking part were fucking arseholes you know they need to be paid so yeah that's uh, a, a cunt of the week in a different section in mma and shit this week yeah so fame mma shame on you um get your people paid so um just a fucking recap on I mean I didn't really watch the rest of the fucking card no. to be honest with you Holly Holm beat, beat Raquel Pennington by decision um, apparently by all by all accounts she just wrestled fucked her up against the side of the uh, cage however on a side note Holly Holm reached 2 million followers on Instagram and is offering uh, do you know what I really want to bang Holly Holm she's fit as fuck um, she's like she's not She's, I don't know, She, she's a bit, they, she's called the preacher's daughter or whatever, isn't it? And she's a bit of a sort of stealth hot. She's not like fucking, you know, she's not like Rachel Ostovich or fucking, um, you know, um, uh, Mackenzie Dern or whatever, mm. who like fucking, you know, or um, fucking, what do you call her? Fucking um, Paige Van Zandt, who fucking you know are using their hotness you know as like modeling and selling fucking products and whatever she just goes around her business yeah but she's pretty stealth hot and i really like holly Holm, so i would fucking totally want to bang her um so alexi olinyuk uh submitted morris green alexi olinyuk um continuing um to um submit people um he had a couple of losses, but you know he's done. He's got some fucking big names on his record, um, and um, yeah, we would certainly, um, uh, you know, he's I don't know got been by Walt Harris, which was I don't know maybe a bit of a slip there. Um, uh, he got he lost to Overeem, which is no fucking. But he also beat Mark Hunt, lost to Curtis Blades, beat Travis Brown. Um, yeah, he's you know he's got some big names. Beat um, uh, Crow Cop, uh, beat Jeff Monson. Um, you know, there's some big fucking names on his record there. So I don't know. We'll. Um, I think if he, you know if he can start stringing a few wins together, um, that will be something there. Um, Pettis lost to Diego Ferreira uh, by submission. Um, and then the rest were sort of decisions. Drew Dober beat uh, uh, Nasrat. Um, Harquaprasat, whatever his name is, round one KO. That was a fucking thing. But apart from that, it was all pretty butch bullshit decisions. So, like I say, the rest of the card for the Conor McGregor Donald Cerrone, Cerrone was pretty fucking lackluster and nothing really to write home about. So, um, we have coming up this weekend. So, first things first, there is a, a fairly decent sort of Bellator card. Um, Cyborg is fighting Julia Budd. Um, Julia Budd is obviously the current featherweight champion. Um, and obviously, Cyborg is, um, you know, coming in there to take the title. I would assume that Cyborg gets that done. Sergio Pettis is on there, having his Bellator debut after being released from the UFC. 
and um, and Aaron Pico is also fighting on the preliminary card which is a bit uh, so Aaron Pico as um, you know obviously um, was expecting very very big things he has had a bit of a mixed bag um, he's you know uh, the last he coming off a loss so his records currently four and three uh, but obviously he's generally tending you know he's come in there everyone's he, he had like a ridiculous wrestling record you know everyone he was training with was saying he was going to be the next big thing lost his first fight got four wins together and then now lost a couple of fights um, so we'll see how this this is kind of I don't know if he loses three in a row what will happen um who knows but um yeah so aaron pico hopefully will uh, get the win there and then apart from that um nothing really tremendous on there so yeah the but like i say the major one on there is uh, chris cyborg fighting julia bud for the woman's featherweight title um julia bud is the champion um and obviously you know we would certainly expect her um you know she's got a, a quality kickbox you know a, a fairly lengthy kickboxing record and a fairly decent um uh you know uh, mma record she's on a one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven fight win streak and one of those um includes she did beat danielle west who's a friend um in in victor so i've trained with danielle west i've known her for a long long time really nice girl um you know she lost to ronda rousey in strike force beat jermaine durandame who's no fucking mug lost to amanda nunez you know she's got some decent names on her record but you know cyborg is cyborg so we would expect you know i would certainly expect cyborg to win that now there is also a ufc fight night 166 and the main event is curtis blades junior de santos um again i think jds is probably on the downward slopes of his career and curtis blades is you know an out and out savage um you know um Basically, JDS last fought um, in June um, and lost to Francis Ngannou. Um, however, you know he's um, previous to that. He's beaten Derek Lewis, beaten Tai Tuivasa. You know, lost to Steep A, beat Ben Rothwell. You know, he also beat Steep A uh, in a decision. Everyone thought Steep A won that though. Thought it was a bit of a dodge. Yeah, so a couple of losses to Cain Velasquez, beat Mark Hunt beat Frank Mia. I mean, you know, JDS is is JDS's is, his record is is absolutely stellar. But I don't know, just everyone you see I don't know. I mean he's only 35. Uh, it could go either way. I would you know, but uh, my opinion I think that Curtis Blades is um probably you know he's uh, he's got a little bit of a thing. I think he's got a he's certainly capable um, you know, if you if you look at it, the only two ma the only two losses he's really had are against Francis Ngannou. Um, so you know, take if you're not called Francis Ngannou, Curtis Blades is winning. So yeah, I would certainly think that Curtis Blades will probably take a decision there. Um, uh, you know, and uh, and wrestle fuck um, uh, JDS. Now, probably the most exciting fight, especially if you're a jiu-jitsu fan, is uh, Rafael Dos Anjos uh, versus Michael Chiesa. 
So um, again, I would like to see that fight go to the ground and have a, a very technical jiu-jitsu match. Um, I wouldn't like to fight. I wouldn't pick that either way, really. But I don't know. I like Michael Chiesa and probably prefer him to win. However, the most important ones on this card. Number one, Arnold Allen is fighting Nick Lentz. So I'm a big fan of Arnold Allen. Um, refereed one of his first fights. Um, you know, a really, really nice lad. Um, big shout out to Arnold Allen, and we hope that he wins. He's 15 and 1. Nick Lentz is 30 and 10. So Nick Lentz has got a bit more experience, but Arnold Allen, he has been training with, he trains in Canada with Farasa Harvey. And um, yeah, I mean, he, he's got, he's only, he's undefeated in the UFC. Um, he had one loss on Cage Warriors, which was a, 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 a lost a decision on Cage Warriors. Apart from that, he's beaten all comers. So, um, you know, the last couple of fights he's had, beaten Gilbert Melendez, um, and um, yeah, he's he, he's a. Uh, He's, he's looking better and better every time and he's only 26 so you know for sure um 100% you know don't I wouldn't bet money on this but <laughs> you know because this is bias as fuck Sit the usual caveat in there. yeah this is bias as fuck but I really want Arnold Allen to win this and I'll be supporting him a million percent and former guest of the oil check yeah Brett Johns friend of the show so Brett Johns is taking on a Tony Gravely so Brett Johns 15 and 2 Tony Gravely 19 and 5 um, and that Tony Gravely is on a 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 fight win streak um, but he is new to the UFC so he's coming in from Dana White's contender series um, I would, you know, Brett Johns has uh, been fighting at a higher level and has beaten, um, uh, you know, better class of things. However, he's he's coming off a couple of decision losses, uh, one to Pedro Munoz and one to Aljamain Sterling. Both of those people are, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, um, you know, um, they've got, um, you know, there's no shame in losing to either one of those. And, you know, before that, he was on a bit of a tear. He's a former world champion from Titan FC. Um, you know, former he'd been a former Cage Warriors world champion, um, and he's beaten some real big names on the run up, and then beaten some decent names. You know, Joe Soto uh, with that calf slicer, which was a, a you know one submission of the year. Yeah. So yeah, again, massive, massive, massive support for Brett Johns. Um, I think he's better than Tony Gravely. Um, so you know, if you're going to bet. I would certainly think that betting against Brett Johns would be he's more than likely the favourite in that fight. But again, I am massively, massively biased. So that is this weekend. So that is MMA and shit for this week. So remember, if you think that the Connor fight was a fix, you're an absolute fucking melt of the highest order. And don't be so fucking stupid. Remember, if you've got anything to say, if you want to refute that allegation, please do so by calling us on 07510-954793. Email us on theoilcheck at hotmail.com or you can contact us on any form of social media at the oil check. So yeah that is it for this week so like i say i'm your host andy sledge any uh, please follow me on 
Twitter at Andy Sledge, Instagram at Andy.Sledge, and you can add me on Facebook at Andy Andy Sledge. And this uh, uh, my co-host and technical genius, Mr. Joe Pennick on uh, I am on Facebook and Twitter, just Joe Pennick. And so um please keep fingering those arseholes. Please do uh, get in contact with us, let us know what you think, and uh, we'll be back next week with some more oil checking.